If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Here's a list of new laws that's going to kick off on January 1st. Uh, That's the beginning of 2022, and these laws will be all across California. Starting with wildfires, California will reduce the liability of prescribed controlled burns for the purpose of fire reduction in the hopes it will help the next fire season. Additionally, minimum wage is going to be increased to $15 across the state of California. And number three on the new laws here in California to start the new year, cocktails to go. Getting cocktails and wine to go with your dinner order was something that became super popular popular during the pandemic. So this new bill allows restaurants to continue doing so until 2026. And updates on mental health. Ongoing mental health or substance use disorder conditions will get a follow-up appointment with non-physician mental health care or substance use disorder provider within 10 business days of their last appointment, and that is 100% guaranteed. Again, all of these laws go into effect January 1st, 2022. In movie news, Tom Holland is on his way to becoming the next big thing, or the biggest thing really in Hollywood. He's not the next big thing. He is a big thing, but now he's becoming the biggest. Spider-Man No Way Home is the first movie to make over a billion dollars in the box office since 2019. And here's the crazy thing. The movie only came out 13 days ago. That's how big this movie is. The last movie to do that was Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and I'm expecting it to continue to make more and more money. And this is especially important because 2019 is when the pandemic uh, first went down, and uh, it's the first movie to make a billion dollars since the pandemic started, so I think that's awesome. The cast of Queer Eye is heading to Austin, Texas with a warm welcome from Texan Miranda Lambert. Miranda teamed up with the Netflix show for a new song called Y'all Means All. The song will be released soon and the new season of Queer Eye will be released on December 31st. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Do you have a regrettable impulse buy? I know I certainly do. With the new year around the corner, I have a New Year's resolution on my mind and past New Year's resolutions on my mind. Last year, my goal was to get in shape, work out, eat better, all that stuff. And I did eat better this year. However, I definitely did not work out. I thought my motivation to work out would be a little bit more to buy, you know, a bunch of new gear, new shorts, a few pairs of running shoes i thought oh i'm gonna be burning through these running shoes i better get a couple of pairs i got i gotta be prepared so yeah i bought the shorts the workout shoes all that stuff i looked at my closet last night and these workout clothes are in the shame corner because i can't even look at them just reminds me of the regret i have spending money and all this stuff that i'll never use it's like a workout graveyard and regrettable impulse buys are tough Sandra from Healdsburg is here to tell us hers. Hey, Sandra. I bought a shark bath mop and vacuums and mops in the same thing. (laughs) My friend had one in New Orleans, and that was like how he cleaned his kitchen floor. And I fell in love with it, and I used it at his house. And I was like, I need one of these. (laughs) So I got one. I used it once, and now it's still sitting in the closet. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 
636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Christmas is officially over. Hope your family had a great day. But here's a question. How early do your kids wake you up? I asked this on the Froggy Facebook page. Doug from Windsor said 4.30 a.m. Sent them back to bed till 7. Julia from Santa Rosa said my kids didn't get up until after 8 this year. And I bet a lot of parents really envy Julia because 82% of the comments on her Froggy Facebook page say that their kids woke them up before 6 (laughs) a.m. A lot of us still feeling tired after that. And uh, I forgot what it was like to be a kid on Christmas until this year because I was the youngest in the family. So I haven't been up super early on Christmas since I can remember. I spent Christmas Day at my girlfriend's parents' house this year, and my girlfriend has a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old sister. And these sisters, they were up at 4 in the morning, jumping on beds, yelling, It's Christmas! And my girlfriend's parents made them go back uh, to bed. Not really much of a point of that, though, because, you know, they they woke us back up at 6 a.m., but it was a very, very early wake-up call. And now I know why my parents were so grumpy on Christmas Day, why my mom was so tired with her cup of coffee in the morning, because of course everybody is excited about the holiday spirit, but nobody is more excited than the kids waiting for Santa. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. Welcome to another edition of Tanner's Guide to Becoming a world-class chef. Three years ago, I moved to Sonoma County and the most elegant things I could cook up were scrambled eggs and cereal. Well, some of the times I wouldn't get scrambled eggs, right? Uh, But well, now I've moved on to more sophisticated dishes like over easy eggs, rice from time to time, and baked potatoes. Rome wasn't built in a day, right? I decided on Christmas Eve to cook some candied yams. It's yams with marshmallows toasted on top. And here's how it went. The yams, an absolute piece of cake. It's, uh, you know, you mix up some sweet potatoes, mix it up with some brown sugar, some butter, and I baked those bad boys until they were tender. I was feeling confident. I was like, yeah, I got this. I'm really on the right track to becoming a world-class chef. That was until I had to put the marshmallows on. So the marshmallows are supposed to be watched closely because you don't want to burn them. You take the yams out, put the marshmallows on, put them back in. Well, (laughs) like I typically do, I got distracted, looked in the oven, and those candied yams were on fire. (laughs) I immediately threw them out of the oven, put on top of the stove, and my mom was patting them down. And I burned those candy yams to the point that my mom completely took over. Again, Rome wasn't built in a day. The journey to becoming a world-class chef continues. Amber and Tanner. When sun comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Tell me something good. You know, there's so much negativity in the world. Want to take a moment here and focus on the good happening uh, that people are doing for other people. It's truly amazing. Like an 11-year-old named Davian Johnson of Oklahoma. You might have saw this story over the weekend. Uh, It's truly a remarkable story. Uh, But Davian recently received a Heroes Award 
from his local police department. Davian saved a joking classmate with the Heimlich maneuver. And in the exact same day, if that wasn't enough, that would be on Tell Me Something Good itself. But Davian also helped a woman escape from a fire in her house. Again, on the exact same day. The woman was using a walker to get around. And Johnson, Johnson's principal said he has always indicated that he wants to be an EMT. So he got to put that desire into action and immediately save that young man and that elderly woman. Tell me something good. It's not exactly clear where this happened, but there's a video making the rounds on social media of a couple who drove around to different bars and restaurants in their area and handed out $200 tips for the holidays. And on social media, it was counted 10 stops, so that's $2,000 total. They said they raised the money on social media. So the next time you hear someone saying, social media has done nothing uh, but ruin our society, ruin our world, here's an example and a reminder that sometimes it can be a great thing. Tell me something good. Amber and Tanner in the morning. From Froggy 92.9. This is the Froggy Secret Sound. What is that sound? Nicole from Cloverdale, you are caller number nine. For $1,000, what's your guess for the Froggy Secret Sound? Is it a gumball machine? It is not a gumball machine. So sorry. Ah. <laughs> Don't worry, your next shot to win $1,000 is coming up at 120 with Jen. But Nicole, we're not going to leave you empty-handed. We're going to give you five free car washes to Splash Express Car Wash. Perfect. And you won that thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Listen to Froggy 92.9 weekdays at 720, 120, and 320 to hear the Froggy secret sound again. And for your chance to call in and be the first to correctly guess it, the secret sound from Froggy 92.9. I saw something weird at the airport last night. I was standing in line and talking to the guy in front of me. After we talked, he jumped back on his phone and... I kind of looked over his shoulder. I like to snoop on strangers. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm judging me a little bit for it. Uh, so this guy is from Los Angeles, and he was going to town on Tinder, man. He was swiping right as fast as he could. He was using two hands, just swiping right as fast as he possibly could. And that means he wasn't even looking at the photos of the people he was trying to match with. He was just desperate for any sort of match. Although it was funny to see, the thing most surprising to me was that he was at the airport. And I was wondering, what's he just willing to match with anyone from anywhere? I mean, <laughs> people were flying all across the country and he was, you know, seizing that opportunity. But the conclusion that I came to is that this guy is not afraid of a long term and long distance relationship or something. I've never spent a lot of time on dating apps, so I just really don't understand. He could have been searching for a New Year's Eve date. That's a thought I had. Plenty of Fish says that memberships have spiked 15 to 20% this week as single people try to snag a New Year's Eve date. 
Whitney Casey, who is a relationship expert with Match.com, says December 26th to February 13th is the busiest season for online dating apps, and it's also known as cuffing season. We wake up in the morning for the rooge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello? Hi, is this Patrick? Uh, yeah. Patrick, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services in Katati. I'm calling you regarding dropping off your child at their school in Santa Rosa. Okay. Uh, what about it? I have reports in front of me and speed evidence that you have been speeding in the parking lot at your child's elementary school. Uh, no, I don't think so. I always drive very carefully through there. Were you aware that in the parking lot itself, the speed limit is only five miles per hour? Absolutely, yes. I have evidence that you've been going 9.5 miles per hour on average this past week, so you've been nearly doubling it every single day. No, I don't don't think so. I think you might have the wrong guy. Um, No, I don't. I have your... I have your license plate here. I have photos of you driving your vehicle. It is confirmed that you, Patrick, are the person responsible for being dangerous and inconsiderate to children. No, I would never do that. I drive very slow through there, very safe. I think you might have the wrong... What's the license plate number that you have? The license plate is B... Okay. Um, And is that your license plate number? It is, but again, um, I've never speeded through there, so... We're going to have to fine you for this. So you've done this a total of five times, so that's a $200 fine each day, so you're going to owe us $1,000 today. Okay, uh, Mr. Martindale, uh, with all due respect, there's no way I'm ever going to pay that, okay? Well, in all due respect, Patrick, you're dangerous and a menace to society for this, and we're going to have to fine you because somebody has to pay the consequences for breaking the law. Okay, well, that's not true. You're going to have to show me this evidence, whatever you have of me speeding through there, because I've never done it, and uh, this is absolutely ridiculous. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. I'm getting drunk on a plane. I'm just sitting out here watching airplanes. Over 1,100 flights were canceled around the nation this weekend. The number one place for canceled flights is Seattle. And guess where I traveled from yesterday? Seattle. (laughs) And the airport was an absolute madhouse. It was nothing like I've never seen before. It took me three hours just to get through TSA. I thought I was late, so I I was running, sprinting up to my gate, and my flight was delayed and delayed, and delayed again. Apparently, there's over 15,000 delays uh, in airports across the nation over the weekend, and I was supposed to land in Sonoma County at 4 p.m., but because of those delays, I didn't get home until 11 p.m., so that's a seven-hour delay. There's a lot of factors that go into these issues at airports. If you're wondering, well, how is this even possible? Number one is staff shortages because of COVID. It was the day after Christmas, which even if COVID or anything wasn't, you know, here, it would still be an incredibly busy day. And in Seattle, we had a crazy winter storm. So that trifecta of things uh, caused a very stressful day in my life yesterday. And so people were scrambling. Never seen, you know, 
something like this at the airport, people were sleeping on the floor, and it was something that completely shocked me. It's interesting to see when you're in a place and national news breaks while you're there. Uh, so what is the longest you have had a flight delayed or canceled? Give us a call right now at 707-636-1467. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. 1,100 flights were canceled over the weekend, including over 15,000 flights that were delayed. So I traveled from Seattle, where I'm from, to Santa Rosa yesterday, and I had a seven-hour delay. I was just relieved, honestly, that my flight wasn't canceled and I could be here with you right now. And a seven-hour delay is absolutely intense. But right now you are sounding off on the Froggy Facebook page about your long delays, and I feel a little bit better about mine. Like Rachel from Santa Rosa, she was delayed for 15 hours. She said it was three days after the 2017 fires, and they were flying home from New York City. The smoke was apparently so bad in San Francisco that it delayed their flight. I just want to say that's awful. Um... A lot of people were in that situation when the fires were happening. And Pam from Petaluma said, quote, Our flight was canceled today from San Jose to Reno. Can't get us on the next available flight until Wednesday. And Tammy from Healdsburg said, Recently, 12 hours. So we drove instead. Southwest gave us a $100 voucher for our trouble. Ask for compensation for your time. Ask. They don't offer it. Well, that's something I didn't think about. You can be compensated if your flight is delayed or canceled. So I'm going to add that to my box of knowledge over here, even if that box is a little rusted from time to time. Uh, just a reminder from me to you to be nice to air staff and uh, airport staff. They're trying their absolute best. This isn't fun for them either. It's not like <laughs> they're standing at the gate like, you shall not pass. And they make fun of all of us because we can't get to where we're going. And so whether that's traveling during the holidays or any other time, the airline industry, yeah, they got a lot on their plate. So being kind can go a long way. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Some babysitters are turning their homes into New Year's Eve babysitting havens. According to Yahoo, several babysitters are charging parents as much as $1,000 a kid per hour. So if you're going out for five hours and you got two kids, that's a thousand bucks right there. That's a lot. I've never been a babysitter before. But when I was a kid, I had one. It was my cousin. She got maybe like $30, if I remember correctly. And that's for the whole night for both my brother and I. So those prices have gone up and up and way up. The babysitter we had, my cousin, she wasn't very good. <laughs> she wasn't great. And she just wanted to watch TV. She didn't watch my brother and I. She just you know, sat on the couch the entire time and caught up on her shows. And so for my brother and I, that was awesome because we did whatever we wanted to. And uh, the bad thing is, though, that I will throw some shade against my babysitter growing up. She never cooked food for my brother and I. My mom asked her time and time again, will you please cook the boys food because I'm tired of coming home after hiring you and <laughs> having to cook dinner for my kids. And she never did it. But by the time that, you know, my mom wanted to move on. You know, I was too old for a babysitter anyways. And so we want to hear your babysitting horror stories. On the phone right now is Christine from Runner Park. Hey. Well, my friend Hannah, she accidentally fell asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. 
and she woke up to all the condiments in the fridge all smeared on the kitchen floor. Oh, and the no. kids were, like, literally playing in it. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Brothers Osborne talked about staying on track with their New Year's resolutions. All Everyone starts the year off with diets, and then we end the year with like excessive amounts of food. <laughs> and then you get to the end of the year, and you're like, "Oh well, I'm going to start a diet, at, you know, the first. So I'm going to eat everything that's in front of me." Yeah, I love it. And then come February first, what diet? What diet? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll start next month. <laughs> it's always next month, right? But here's the thing: New Year's resolutions are tough. I've actually found that the number one thing to do is just to set smaller goals so you don't end up like me and have a pair of running shoes collecting dust in your closet. Yeah, exercise was my (laughs) big New Year's resolution for 2021. Did it happen? No. Did I buy the gear? Yes. Do I regret it? Absolutely. 77% of Americans keep their New Year's Eve resolutions for just a week. Think about that. 77% of Americans keep their New Year's Eve resolutions for just one week. 55% of us keep theirs for a month, while 40% are able to keep up for six months. And Microsoft says that most resolutions are going to be broken by February. That doesn't shock me at all. As I was saying earlier, I think the number one thing to do is, yeah, create that big goal for yourself. But along the way, get yourself some micro goals, like a three-month goal plan. So if you're trying to lose 25 pounds or what have you, just set five pounds every three months or something like that. You'll get on your way. I guarantee that. Just want to say Happy New Year from Froggy 92.9. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time. They're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9.